You're listening to another edition of the Carboline Tech Service Podcast. I'm Jack Walker. With me, as always, is the Director of Technical Service, Mr. Paula Ajamis. Paul, how's it going? See, I gotta come up with something new. Yeah, you need a new one. This shtick has gone, gone long enough. <laughs> with me, as always, is the Director of Technical Service, Mr. PJ Ajamis. Yeah, no, that's just gonna confuse him, too. I know. That's half the fun. <laughs> All right, so Paul, we got another one coming to you from Codings Plus. This is my good buddy Ronald Brashear from BIC, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit on the formulation side of Codings and uh, what what get is... into some additives here. Yeah, yeah. But before we do that, there's something very important we need to talk about. We do. We want to remind you guys that we do try to keep this thing topical. We try to keep it current. I know it's a podcast, and you can listen to it whenever you want. But there has been some stuff happening in St. Louis starting tonight. Your St. Louis Blues are playing for the Stanley Cup Final. And uh, if you know anything about me, you know that uh, the Blues bring out my full crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that could have something to do with the fact that they've never been this far in my lifetime. And the wheels always fall off the bus. And collectively in St. Louis, we just sit and wait for those wheels to fall off the bus. That really has been the amazing thing to watch as as not a St. Louis native. To watch... The people who sit there and wait for the wheels to fall off. And they've been waiting through the whole playoffs. That when's it going to happen? It's going to be tonight. It's going to be tonight. And it didn't. I mean, they even talked about it on the national broadcast of game six, where the Blues clinched going to the finals, that in the second period, when the Sharks brought it in within one goal, the whole place went quiet. It really did. I, we were watching and I, I was kind of amazed. And I was like, huh, is that is that normal? No, we're and, just broken. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, if you don't have a team in this race, you don't like hockey, whatever, just and you like me, well then then I'll accept you on the blue bandwagon. We need you. <laughs> We're already the underdogs. Nobody thinks we can beat Boston. And, uh, you know, we'll just have to see. Yeah. I think that's short enough to make it in. I think we'll be fine. All right, Paul, we want to tell them how to get a hold of us, and they can either, you know, say let's go Blues or uh, Bruins, and then if you say Bruins, no more tech support for like a year. <laughs> so there's the line in the sand. Yep. So if you want to challenge that line, if you want to know how to get a hold of us, you can reach us on the emails. It's technicalservice at carboline.com. Jack's on Twitter at Jack underscore CTSP. And I'm at Paul underscore CTSP. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, cut to our interview here with Ron. And I think it starts off with him getting in trouble. All but, right. Uh, here you go. You know, our next guest has some splaining to do. Lucy? Lucy? So, uh, you know, many people, you know, we're here at SSBC Coatings Plus, and, uh, you know, on Sunday, they had a golf tournament. Yes, they did. And usually, our next guest is my golfing buddy. But I, that You weren't inv- here golfing on Sunday, That though. invitation must have gotten lost in the mail. Something like that. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I heard he was golfing. I did hear that he was golfing, yeah. I was a late ad. I was supposed to be uh, elsewhere, and then a scheduling conflict that went away. So and then I was a late ad for the uh, golf tournament. <laughs> ah. So anyway, you guys might recognize his voice. His name's Ronald Brashear. He is with BYK. He's been on the show before, and we're very glad to have him back, even if he doesn't want to play golf with me. I always want to play golf with you, Jack, for very specific liquid reasons. There are good liquid reasons to play golf, yes. So, Ronald, welcome back. Thank you. We, Pleasure to be here. We, 
We're usually not this rough on our guests, but I... Repeat guests are fair game. Yeah, that's true. So he knew what he was getting into that this time coming uh, back. He so. doesn't look like he knew what he was getting into. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I knew what I was going to get into. <laughs> so last time we had John, we got to talk some maybe 30,000 foot view of, of additives, basically, is what we were looking at. So we thought today maybe we'll talk a little deeper and maybe narrow in on one particular type. Yeah, I think they would be good. Initial overview was always good. And then as you come down to bring that 747 in, you'll get a, a, a different look at a, just a different segment of the additive class. That's so right. So I think we wanted to take a moment today and talk a little bit about wetting and dispersing agents and what they are and what they do. So l let's start with that, Ron. What are they? Well, in essence, they are processing aids, uh, if you put them in the simplest form. Uh, if you think of a compatibilizer for a coating system between any pigment or particulate matter, again, with a binder matrix. So simply put, they're a polymer that has a we'll say pigment affinic portion and a binder affinic portion so they're like they're like eggs when you bake and they bring all the fat and the water all together and they keep it all tied up and and make make your pancakes lay out right they keep it uh homogeneous there you go i keep was gonna stable. say are they like the chemical dating service where you know you guys <laughs> and you guys and make you get along can no. we all just get along? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now that we got a little sidetracked. <laughs> yeah. So in essence, you know, when you look at a wedding and dispersing additive, uh, a lot of times people would say the name is not really truly indicative of what they do. I mean, because you can disperse pigments in systems without true wedding and dispersing additives. What our additives and others like them do is they bring a stabilization aspect to that system that would not exist if those additives were not being used. So if you look at it long-term homogeneity, long-term stability, this is really what the additives bring to the table. So we're talking about stability, could be stability in the can, in the formula. It could be the way that it's, it's mixed in the tank when they're actually manufacturing it, all the way down to when the applicators mix the A and B together and, and try to apply it. Correct. I mean, we're, you're looking at you know, ease of processing, Wetting and dispersion additives are known for enabling the production of higher concentration pigment grinds for one aspect of it. If you look at things like viscosity stability, uh, in many systems they're going to be instrumental in making sure that you have your hot box stability that you're looking for for your product, particularly if you're going to be in subtropical or tropical environments. All right, it's that time again. It's everybody's favorite part of the Carbolane Tech Service podcast, or I will say of life. It's bill paying time. Every Everybody likes paying bills right well you know something like that yeah. they like having them paid lots of money no money anyway so every month we bring you a commercial where we talk about one of the carboline products and this month is a brand new product from carboline that we're both very excited about it's the plasite 4550 ht the 4550 ht is a 98 solids novolac epoxy one of the great things that we have done with this product, we left the blush out. This is a plurally applied Novolac that truly, like, the application properties are amazing and it cures down to 20F. Another great feature of this product is it has extremely high temperature resistance. Now that's dry temperature resistance. It's resistant up to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. And just in our application work as we were doing it, this product sprays like a dream. 
It really does. If you have been having challenges with the High Solids Novolac, we highly encourage you to check out the brand new Plasite 4550HT. If you want to see more about it, you need to come and check us out at the American Institute for Architects in Las Vegas. That's on June 6th through the 8th, and we are going to be in booth 8631. Once again, that's the royal we, as Paul and I will be here. We will not be there. In St. Louis. But... To any of the, you know, the decision makers out there that might hear this, I like Las Vegas. Yeah. Now, probably the most important thing of this commercial break, we need to remind everybody, SSPC is having an election for the Board of Governors. Our boss, the one and only, Mr. Dwayne Meyer, is running for that position. If you are a member of SSPC and able to cast a vote, we would all appreciate it if you could cast that vote for Dwayne. Dwayne Meyer, looking out for us, looking out for you. SSPC Board of Governors 2019. So has there been any new developments in this direction? Is there, is Bic bringing anything new, I guess, I guess to the industry Well, like a lot of the industry, we're concerned about, you know, VLC contribution, reduction of HAP solvents. So a lot of uh, work that's being done to date is the development of 100% solids additive packages that will enable the formulator to, you know, if you're going to have to have some VOC, at least you have the ability to choose what VOC that is. And so a lot of technology that is that us and other companies are doing is really revolving around those very high solids to 100% solids additive packages. Yeah, you see that more and more in the industry. Everybody's trying to get away with solvent, uh, get away from solvent, not get away with solvent. That, that word is important in that sentence. Um, so it, it's interesting to see, you know, I'm sure as you guys come to different coating manufacturers that they're trying to keep their addition of uh, VOCs to a minimum, and, and, and that definitely applies to additives. And correct, and another aspect that we're just getting more and more into here recently is uh, this goal of ours to be more involved in aqueous formulations for the uh, protective segment, which is kind of... Uh, misleading because people think that no waterborne systems can't be used uh, in the heavy duty and marine markets but we say for non-critical non-exposure areas sometimes those are some very economical formulation options and so we've actually uh, recently developed uh, two wetting and dispersing additives that show very good anti-corrosion properties for water-based systems. That's a fantastic development because that's usually one of the weak spots that from a formulator standpoint, either they've had a limited choice in the past or they're bringing in an additive that maybe doesn't have quite the right solvent package that it's bringing with it. So seeing this flexibility that, that you guys are bringing to it to say there's solvent choices with it and to work in the, in the water-based environment is really going to be beneficial for the industry. I mean, if, even if you look at what we do as a supplier, we'll have numerous additives uh, to cover particular formulating spaces. And really, the, the key component that we're looking at here is the overall compatibility in the system. So that's why there are actually so many additives in existence that perform the same function. And really, it boils down to each individual formulation and the overall compatibility of the additive in that formulation. There are times when you want limited compatibility, and there are other times when you want complete compatibility to get the best overall performance. So that's why there is no really one universal additive that's going to give you know, the formulator exactly what they're looking for. You know, and that's a really interesting point that 
that sometimes you want them to be not compatible. And we see that a lot when you get, especially with very viscous formulas, you may want one, that additive doesn't kick into effect until they're starting to be mixed together. So you need it to be kind of inert as it sits there and choose when it's going to become active. And that's, that's a great feature that you guys have that is available to the formulator. I mean, most definitely. And we are trying to give many options because ultimately, we say we know a little bit about formulating, but our customer base always knows some more about their formulation. So it's, we're not as intimate with your formulations as you are. So you say, this is what we want. We say, this is what we have to offer. And then sometimes we may need to do some fine tuning to get things exactly where they need to be. That's one of the overall themes that we've seen as we talk to more and more people down here at SSVC Coatings Plus is this collaborative nature of the industry of how you guys work to help make sure that Carboline and other manufacturers put out the best product that they can. I mean, it's not a one-shot fits all. You formulate products differently than maybe some of your other competitors and so on and so forth. So from that aspect, we're just an additive supplier. This is what we do. We don't make paint. We just help people make the best paints that they can make. And if we can offer some level of expertise, some formulating help, we try to do that as well. And, you know, that's really been, that's been another one of the keys is, is the communication aspect, the availability and communication of, of guys like yourself and companies like yours that are able to say, we have people that will continue to help you work through whatever dilemma it is. Let us know. And maybe we take a little peek at the formula or maybe we look at a little bit of the application. And what do we have that might work better than the things that you've tried so far? And that type of communication has really helped spark innovation in the last several years of, of how we've been working. I said, things aren't staying the same. Things are constantly changing, so we have to change with it. We're, as we say, beholding to what the binder producers are generating and selling into the market. So we are constantly having to upgrade the products that we have to match those emerging technologies. So BIC considers ourselves to be a, a world-class, uh, research-driven organization. And uh, by the amount of money that we pour back into our R&D programs, uh, we are constantly developing new products. That's really great to hear. All right, Paul. So it's time now for me to throw one at you because I already got Ron. You're going to have to do these by yourself the rest of the day because I think... Uh, the golf course is calling our name, right? No, I, I'm still your boss. Uh, I mean, it's, I guess no, if you want to get technical. It's, it's, not, it's not quitting time yet. Oh. We still have two, two or three more of these to do today. Uh, what if we sweeten the pot? What, what if we give him a you, doppelganger? <laughs> he could just sit here while you he's, do it. He's here. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Ron, thank you very much for coming on the show. It's great to have you again. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always great to be here. I mean, you guys are fantastic. All right, and for All right, those of thanks, you, Ron. and so for the Carboline Tech Service Podcast, I'm Paul, and I'm Jack, and we'd, we'd like, like to, to thank, thank you for your support. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Who put the line in Who put the line in No matter where I go, they don't know what I mean. I say Carboline, but they say.